Time for the Drive Stop 4 at 4. Hour number two of the drive underway. It's Fan Run Radio. Marcus Young is in with the top four at four. Marcus, tell me something good. Enlighten me, please. Thank you, Russell. I will do my best. At number one, some breaking news is the Raiders are releasing quarterback Derek Carr before the contract deadline. The Las Vegas Raiders released Derek Carr on Tuesday after the veteran quarterback declined to waive his no-trade clause and just before more than $40 million of his contract would have become guaranteed. He, uh, and then in, he turns right around, and he's, there's a good chance of getting up signed with the Saints, right? And it's just a final. Not necessarily. There's some reports out there that the Titans are interested. Whoa. How do you guys feel about that? I'd be okay with it. Yeah, I mean, we did a reclamation project on Tannehill. Let's see if we can reclaim Derek Carr before his skills go to waste. I would be down for that. At number two, a couple hires in the NFL. As we have both coordinators for the Eagles going off and getting their own head coaching jobs. The Cardinals hired Jonathan Gannon, not related to Rich Gannon, as the head coach defensive coordinator for the Eagles and now the offensive coordinator moves on to the Indianapolis Colts Shane Stitchin so we'll we, find we, out we've had Steichen, Steichen. Stitchin we need to I come to it. a consensus on this I like I like Stitchin until I no, hear otherwise I'm, I'm not liking Stitchin but uh, I don't know who made the better hire today the Coats or the Cardinals I would say Cardinals I, I don't know if that offense is Steichen's. Yeah, that I, I feel like that's, that's the point I was trying to make last hour. Is like I, I feel like that's probably more on Sirianni. That's what I think too. That's we didn't get I'm to talk about it. With you. Hoping you, he, he's going to become a, a meme for the rest of his life with him crying during the, uh, the crying man. Yeah, what are you doing, man? Think about that. Crying at the Super Bowl, you know that you're going to be on camera. Yep. Uh, at number three, uh, some unfortunate news coming out of Michigan State. Uh, police are seeking a motive in a shooting that happened in Michigan State. All sports will be on hold. Uh, police identified that there was a 43-year-old man who killed three students and wounded five more at Michigan State University. They are investigating why this individual... Was he a student there? No, he's 43, dude. Completely some rando. Mm-hmm. He just went to Michigan State and shot up the place. Yeah, killed three, three people. Went in. Yeah, what campus took went to a lockdown and had a manhunt for about three hours before they were able to apprehend him. Yeah, he shot, apparently shot up like a couple of places. So they caught him. and He didn't kill mm-hmm. himself. Oh yeah, no, he he blew his head off. Well, then, when then I he that, wasn't apprehended. When I say apprehended, I mean you know, sorry, I should have used before it as, his body was recovered. Well, they found they should have been more. They confronted him and he killed himself in front of police. So, yeah. uh, And then finally, at number four, some news in the world of college football. Todd Munkin is leaving Georgia to become the new offensive coordinator for the Baltimore Ravens. In his stead, who is it, Russell? Who's getting hired as the OC for Georgia? Mike Bobo! Mike Bobo will take over as the OC for Georgia. 
reclaiming his old job on, that he had under uh, Mark Richt. How do you feel about this? Is it, does it make you feel better? Do you think Georgia's going to take a step back? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that Georgia's still going to have a lot of talent. I think they're still going to be really good. I think that Bobo is probably not as good and creative and clutch as Munkin was. Munkin was really good for them. I like this hire for the Ravens. I think it's going to be good for them. I saw where they let Lamar kind of have a some dialogue. I don't know if, like, he hired Munkin or something, but it. I saw a report that basically he was in on the process, which is probably a good sign if you're a Ravens fan wanting to keep Lamar. Yeah, no, I completely agree. So I, I think it's good for uh, good for Baltimore, even better for everyone else in the SEC that Georgia, I think, might take a little bit of a step back offensively. Defensively, they'll probably still be as dominant as they have been. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't – it, it's going to be interesting to see, right, with, with Bobo, if there is a big step back. You're losing your quarterback, who's a 12-year again, I veteran. I mean, this is, this is another one of these, like, how valuable was Stetson Bennett? I think we're about to find out. And they've got, I think, a couple of five-star prospects or former, like, really highly touted prospects that are going to be vying for that job. And now you got a new play caller in there, but I think – we all realize that there's a really high level of talent all over that offense for Bobo to play with. He's never going to have had the quarterback, the skill position players, the linemen to work with that he's about to have to work with right now. Thank you, Marcus. That is the top four at four. It's brought to you by our friends over at National Law Rex. You check them out online at nationallawrex.com. Their full line of men's health care products from the Sildenafil 50 cents a tablet, lowest price for the generic form of Viagra available anywhere in the known universe. You could get that prescribed by their licensed nurse practitioner on site at National Rx. Or if you don't want to go through the um, whole uh, doctor's visit and the um, prescription writing process, nitric oxide supplements have been shown to increase sex drive in both men and women. And that is available over the counter now at National Law Rex. Find out more online, nationallawrex.com. Uh, you can find the phone number there, call down there, say, hey, I heard Russ talking about it on Fan Run and just wanted to get some more information. They'll walk it through you. They'll ship it to you. You don't even have to go down there. Boom. Dunzo. Appreciate National Law Rex. Their support of the show all these years. Tony Vitello coming up in hour number three. We'll go open lines once again this hour on the show. If you want to jump in, 865-546-8200. Your number to get on the Big Orange Phillies phone lines, 546-8200. Do have a poll question in the field this afternoon? This is a good one. If Tennessee is destined to split this week, first of all, would we take a split right now? Would you take a split this week? Home home versus number one Alabama tomorrow at Kentucky in Rupp Saturday. I don't know about you guys. I'd take a split. The way this team is playing. I'd take a split. Which one would you prefer? Well, that that's that's the second part of the question. But you would take the split. Marcus, you taking the split or you're rolling the dice? You want them both? I want them both. I don't want to split. You're still number 10. Yep. Which is mind-boggling to me, but you're still number 10. If you could only win one, though, 
You can only win one of these games. Mm-hmm. You got to lose the other. Which game are you taking? I don't want to lose to Kentucky twice. I can't let them have it. It would really suck. It would. To win tomorrow, beat Alabama, walk around with our chest puffed out for two days thinking Hunter we're McGregor, back. Think, yeah. yeah, McGregor walking all over the place thinking, thinking we, we've done something and then lose to that crummy Kentucky team mm. in front of the coal miners Saturday. Be terrible. <laughs> Backwoods program. They're just backwards people. Looking down their nose at us. Which which one are you are you taking Kentucky to? I don't I don't know if I can like you guaranteeing me one win. What benefits Tennessee the most, and that would probably be handling Alabama. Honestly, well, yeah, you have to take all emotion out of it. You got to be you just it, it's well if you're going all emotion if you're just worried about being trolled by the other fan base. What's worse, like the Kentucky fans, as you say, looking down their nose at you, or Alabama fans. The nouveau riche of college who, basketball. Yeah, who like don't care about their four. don't care about the fact that they have here's number here's one counterpoint. How sweet would it be to if we beat Alabama in basketball? We could have uh, like nation of domination status over their athletic program. Because Heupel owns them in football right now. Until next year, we won the last one. Here, here's a. Counter- I don't want to get swept by Kentucky. Here's a counterpoint to your counterpoint. If we lose to Kentucky, wouldn't that hurt more if we than losing to Alabama? Talking about like the tournament, losing yeah, to another basically. another unranked team compared to losing I mean, to the number the one. They both be they both be quad one yeah. losses. Yeah, you think so? Where where's Kentucky right now in the net? Mm-hmm. What, what, it's top seventy five on the road. Surely they're top seventy five. I have no idea. I have no idea either. Gee, if only there were uh, something each of us have right in front of our faces that we could look this up. I've just don't worry. I'll it. do it. I don't know if they're quad one. I think that it would it would help a lot more to beat Alabama than losing to Kentucky would hurt us. It would wait Kentucky, it more. yeah, Kentucky's number 45 in the net. They're, that's quad one. They're both – they both be quad one losses. Uh, I I don't know, man. I, I don't I don't think there I'd is much of a difference. I feel a lot better if we beat if we beat Alabama. It's because I they aren't. I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of different ways you. can I feel look like at if it. you win tomorrow and then you lose Saturday, I feel like pretty much all that goodwill is gone. I mean, we're yeah, right you, back in the look, uh, again for emotional standpoint. If you're an internet troll and that's all you care about is lording it over Alabama fans, like okay, I guess you can still do that at that point, but whatever joy you derive from that is going to be uh, taken away or at least equalized by the uh, rage that the uh, Kentucky fans are going to elicit from you. True there. I, I don't think – and I, it's like Alabama doesn't really care about basketball, do they? I mean, I'm sure they have a have a few. But yeah, I mean, they're into it. They're, they're, their crowd is – like, uh, they're into it. Yeah, I mean, have it's, you seen it's, them at it's, home? it's not the same level of vitriol and bitterness and, and just bad feelings between Kentucky and Tennessee. I think Alabama fans are into it. I think they've embraced their coach and their team. They do have a tra- uh, pretty storied tradition. They have, they've beat us more than we've beaten them. They're one of two SEC teams that Tennessee has a losing record against all time. Um, I think they are enjoying where they're at. All that said – 
I think they would trade it all away in a heartbeat like that if it meant that football dominance was theirs once again. I, I think that like 10-2 and two and winning the Sugar Bowl is so beneath them at this point that there's nothing, nothing they wouldn't sacrifice to get that dominance that they so recently enjoyed in football back immediately. I think it eats at their soul. I think it tears at the very fiber of their being that Georgia has stolen their mojo and hmm. taken over football dominance. I, yeah, I, I think that they would trade it all away, which we wouldn't. I mean, some of, some of us would. We've had that conversation, but it's a lively back-and-forth debate. I don't think it's much of a debate. I think those, all those Alabama fans sitting up there in the stands at Coleman Coliseum watching their number one team, their chests all puffed out, if you told them, Hey, Harvey. Roll down tide. I know you're hurting, buddy. He's dead. I know you're hurting. You want to – did you just say he's dead? Yeah, Harvey's dead. That's not a good thing. A human being is dead. No, that's what I was saying. I was like, Harvey's dead. He's not saying anything. <laughs> if you could say to that Alabama fan, I know you're hurting. I know it irks you to see Kirby up there with his supercuts haircut holding that championship trophy that you thought was yours. I know that kills you. Kills you, Alabama fan. Here's the deal you can make with the devil. You can have it back. It could be yours. Dominance, you'll beat Tennessee. You'll beat that Heupel feller. You keep beating Auburn. You'll beat Kirby. You'll win it all again. All you got to do, all you got to do, Bama fan, is push Nate Oates in that nice little plaid sports coat of his right in front of this oncoming train. That's all you got to do, Tide fan. They'd be like, where's the train? I'm ready to push him. I push him. I push him right now. Sorry, Nate. Ain't nothing personal. Roll damn Tide. Roll damn Tide. They all would. Every single one of them. Not you, Tennessee fans. Not you. No. You wouldn't do that to Uncle Barnes. You wouldn't do that to the deacon. Most of you. Half of you. Scary amount of them. 30 to 40% of you. Anyway. Mm -hmm. I don't know. the, The number's changing. We need to put the poll in the field. What Jamie accused you of even starting to flip sides. No, there's no flipping here. We need to put the poll in the field. The Rick Barnes poll? The Rick Barnes approval rating poll. It's been a while. It's been a while. I mean, we do it when it's uh, when things are going good. I guess we got to do it when... It was astounding last time, wasn't it? Can you... Yeah, I mean, he's generally enjoyed well over 90% approval rating these past four or five years. But, I mean, didn't we do this, like, back when – We did it after the, the Michigan loss, and it was still very high. I mean, it was like, it was like you know, 60 or 70% approve and, like, 20% strongly oh, approve. And we did Danny White a few weeks ago. Oh, Danny back. White was – yeah. 98%. Yeah, yeah, it was 99. He, he was record. His was a record. It was, nobody's nobody in the history of the drives approval rating Twitter polls has scored higher than Danny White scored a couple of weeks ago here on the drive. 
pretty phenomenal. Rick Barnes, uh, Hypel might. I mean, if we put the Hypel in there, but that's like just so pointless because we know what it would be. Yeah. Yeah, I think we got to put the poll out there. Be curious. Be curious. No, I'm not flipping sides. I'm really frustrated, man. The the Vanderbilt loss pissed me off a lot worse than the Missouri loss. At least, like Missouri, we showed fight. We showed signs of life. There is hope. I'm like, I'm curious to see if Tennessee employs the small ball lineup with Tyreek Key more, and if that yields success. I think it will. That's what's given me hope right now. The Vanderbilt loss was just that's inexcusable, man. There's no reason for that. Oh no. It's ridiculous. But um I thought you'd fully process that one. I'd hoped. I mean, I guess so. It's whatever. But uh the I still approve of the job. I can't say that I strongly approve right now of Rick Barnes. I don't think I approve. There should be something between approve and strongly approve. Oh, I, th- I thought you were going the other way for a second. No. Like you're in the mi- no. You disapprove. After everything that's gone wrong the past two weeks, we're still number 10? Like, that's mind-boggling. That is true. Still a higher percent chance to win over Alabama tomorrow in the ESPN FPI Still than the lose best defense in college basketball. I don't care about that anymore. Okay. But it's still <laughs> walking into a minefield here. It's still like you're still so highly thought of. Yeah. Even though things are so so clearly a struggle right now for this basketball team. I think that says a lot. It also says a lot about Rick Barnes, and that's the kind of respect that he earned or maintains with his peers and a lot of the, you know, all the basketball, the AP guys who vote on that. So, right now, at Russell Triple underscore Smith on Twitter, if the Vols go one and one this week, which game would you rather win? Sixty-seven point seven percent of the audience says tomorrow against Alabama. Huh. 32.3% say at Rupp against Kentucky. Over 500 votes cast right now. That's surprising. That's got to stink Kentucky fans a little bit. Thought we were their Super Bowl. Or no, you, uh, they were our Super Bowl. Yeah. That's what they always said. Yeah. Oh, really? You're our Super Bowl, huh? Well, Two-thirds of our fan base would rather win tomorrow at home against Alabama than beat y'all on Saturday. That's got to sting a little bit to the ego, the Kentucky fan. What do you think about it? Let's talk it out. 865-546-8200, your number to get on the Big Orange Phillies phone lines. 546-8200. The drive continues. Back with more right after this. once edited out to all you broken-hearted men and women out there in the audience today. You'll find love. I'm really starting to think that Bear has something against love. Does love belong on the list of awesome no. things Bear hates? Do you, as, that's like dumb as hell. Answer me. Look me in the eyes. He can't do it. He can't do it. Look you in the eye. I'll come over there and go forehead to forehead. What I'll are you kick doing? your ass. <laughs> 
Do you yeah. hate love? No, you dumbass. I don't hate love. What do you love about way love? Way too there? eager to add things to to, to to that list, man. What, what you're you, way too eager to do that. I don't think so. You spend too, way too much of your time on the show worrying about that. Hates Marcus wanting to add things to the list. Let it happen organically. He does, he does hate that. Oh, God. Oh, Russ. Russ, did he? Oh, why? It, it would oh. be a good love being Russ. on. You have to admit, Russ. love would be really love good. Love would be really good. It would oh. be good. What do you love about love, Bear? Prove that you love love. How do you? How much do you love love? Hell, I don't. I don't know. Well, you gotta get all existential. I don't know. I love love. I love my kid. You like your kid? Is that what you just said? No, I said I love my kid. I think he said like. No, I did. You said love. I said love. (laughs) Who else do you love? Do you love me? I'm very fond of you. You're one of my best buddies. You know you're like, you know, as much as grief as t- a... Why can't you tell me you love me? I love you. Paul Geraldo. I got a lot of love for everybody. Yeah, I've told you I love you before, Russ. Do you love, love Josh? Love you, man. You love Josh Heupel? Are you kidding me? There's a difference between saying love you, man, and I love you. You love Josh Heupel? Hell Yes. Do you love Banner Dan? I think that's Martin. Um, see if he calls back. Oh, right. Do, Do you love, love Banner Dan? Yeah. I appreciate the job he's doing. What I, about, I love uh, the way just, our athletics programs. Wait, are when you're when you're out and you see a couple enjoying a meal and they're obviously <laughs> in love with each other, do you do you love that? Do you or do you look at that and you're like, that's nice. I love that. You don't like I, it, slots? I, I just I look at the guy and I'm like, you poor. Poor. Really? Yeah. I'm just. All right. Well, how do you feel about like when you see someone getting married? Do you get emotional? Do you feel happy no. for them? Oh hell yeah! Like when Chance and uh, when Chance was the last week I went to, even though I was still pissed off at you about putting it on the day of the damn Georgia game. Mm-hmm. I'll put him on blast now. Chance Collins scheduled his wedding for four o'clock the afternoon of the Georgia Tennessee game. And I wouldn't put you on blast, Collins, but you giggled and you laughed at me when I asked you if it had been Florida State playing Miami, number one against number two. He said the, the wedding wouldn't have been at four o'clock. People being nice is on the list of awesome things Bear hates. I People feel being like nice to that's me. That's really close. People that's, being nice to me. That's really close. So Can I ask a clarifying no, question? No, you can't. I, I'm, Russell, I'm can done I with you your, your, your Perry Mason routine. I guess routine. so. You Bear, completely Bear's, hijacked our uh, uh, hijacked shutting you out. Do you feel like he doesn't like people showing him love and affection then? Similar Marcus, that's literally what I just said. Starting to think I might be put on this list here soon. You're not awesome. <laughs> put that uh, Twitter poll out there. We'll find out. Find you somebody that loves you as much as... Benny Slots loves whatever the hell he's eating over there. I mean, he's just been chowing down on that all day. You eating the kale all chips day? again? What is that? Hold it up. Let me see. What? Back to nature, plant-based snacks, gluten-free chocolate delight granola. What in the what kind of fish head, hippie dippy? Wait, I bet that stuff tastes like cardboard, man. I bet Japan Z could eat it. Straight cardboard. That's just the thing to That's do. That's how he keeps that felt physique, though. I guess so. 
He, he does have like quiet. a Colombian drug lord foot soldier thing going on right now with the, like his Mexican soccer shirt and the sweatpants and everything. Nah. He, he does look like it's like uh, you you need me to get you across the border. It'd be seventeen hundred pesos. I don't know if that's a lot of pesos. I'm not, I'm not good at the conversion rate. Yeah, I'm not good at it either. I'm gonna say yes. I think they pretty much ask for it. It's always American dollars. Mucho dinero. I get you cross border. Get a little Russian there. Philly is next on the drive. Good afternoon, Phil. What you say, David? What's up, Philly? I'm surprised you don't get Dr. Ruth on talk. It's just a love day. It's Valentine's Day, Phil. What are you doing for Valentine's Day? I'm more drunk. tight drinking a beer. Listen to y'all's uh, propaganda. We drank beer. I liked beer. Still like beer. It's the headquarters for the He Man Woman Haters Club. I don't hate women. I like good looking women. You know what I mean? What about women who are past their prime? Well, some would say you're past your prime, Phil. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, beggars can't be choosers now, you know? (laughs) Amen. So, what's this poll you got going on? Well, we got two polls in the field this afternoon, Phil. Um, if you go one and one this week, which game would you rather win? And then do you approve of the job that Rick Barnes is doing as basketball coach? Uh, I'd really beat Alabama because we've beat Kentucky a whole lot here recently. Alabama owns us in basketball. And they owed us up in football until this year. Uh, it's amazing that uh, – Part of the reason why Alabama beats Tennessee in both football and basketball most years is they are, they've got them beat before even the game's even kicked off. It's psychological. In football? Yeah, in look both. over the years, all the times that we lost to them when they, uh, we had a better team in football. How's this, how did we do against them in uh, basketball last year? We lost. We lost a close game down there, and Kenny Chandler didn't even play because of COVID. It was him and who else? There was there was somebody else that was out for that game, wasn't there, Phil? I think it's Fulkerson. Fulkerson. Yeah, that was that game. Kind of put an and asterisk next to that one. Y'all talking about we're top ten, but that's just the how shows you how bad college basketball is right now. Because everybody's getting beat. I also Except think Alabama. I also think that a lot of people just kind of look at the um, look at the these numbers, the Kim Palm numbers and the net and all that stuff, and they don't actually watch the games and don't take note of you know how the team's playing and stuff like that. They say, oh, you know, Tennessee lost on two buzzer beaters. You know, that's that stuff will work itself out. Maybe what? I mean, maybe they're right. Maybe this is still a really good team that's just hit a bad spell of luck here. But it doesn't feel that way, does it, Phil? No, it don't. Uh, you don't fall behind with 17 in your own gym uh, against a team you were favored by 13 points to win. Yeah, we lost 73-68 to 68 down there, I believe the SEC opener last year. Uh, Ziegler made his first career start out of 11 points and four assists. Yeah, Chandler and Folky were out. Yeah, and Caldwell had his one one of his uh, right moment, few moments at Tennessee last year. He played a good game against Alabama. You think he's going to do anything tomorrow night? I doubt it. He's probably due for another decent game, huh? 
Well, if we're going to have you a chance, he's going to have to do something. I maintain, though, if if Tennessee had their team last year playing Alabama tomorrow night, there would be a good chance Tennessee could win the game. But we don't. Got to make some shots, Phil. And you think Tyrant Key is going to lead us to the promised land? uh, No, you put words in my mouth there. I I say lead us. I I think that he could be a big part of a turnaround. I I think if – if he can start hitting shots outside consistently and stretch the defense, I think that opens things up for Vescovy. I think it opens things up for attacking their own. I think it opens things up for the inside game. I think it opens a lot of stuff up if he will start playing like that consistently. Hmm. Well, we'll see. I, you got more confidence in than I do. Uh, I think they're shot unless, unless – he gets forced to play BJ 15 minutes, and uh, then Ziggler gets a little rest, and even Key needs a little rest. I, I don't understand what the Scoby was gassed in the game. He's played these guys way too minutes, made too many games, and it's biting him in the butt right now. Well, I, I feel like Saturday was an anomaly because you got you got down so far, and then you lose. Um, you know, you're already without Triple J, and now you've lost Phillips, and you had to play Key. And they started, you know, just out of sheer desperation, started pressing, and it worked. And it was like, yeah. well, this is working. We're not going to stop doing it. But I think we we're all watching that game, and you realize that they're not subbing for the entire half, and they're pressing. Yeah, so you can't it, keep pressing. Yeah, it's it's like, man, there's you, you can't keep this up for 20 minutes in a in a college no. game, and and. You know, they almost did. It's the funny thing. Like, they almost did it. Even with Ziegler fouling out, they were almost able to play that way for an entire 20. Now, you can't you can't do that for the entire season. And I'm with yeah. you on B.J. Edwards, man. It's like, what are we doing? Like, just play him. Just play him 10 minutes a night, backup point guard, and, like, that is going to make Ziegler, Vescovy, Key so much better. And it's going to make B.J. so much better. I don't understand why we have a four-star top 100 recruit on the roster that we don't play. It's crazy. Yeah, and he also can penetrate to the rack, uh, which none, none of the other Tennessee guards can do. Oh, when, when, when he pump faked and then just drove baseline and buried that mid-range jumper, I mean, that's smooth as the other side of the pillow. Well, I mean, we've all seen him play, and, I mean, it's just baffling that uh, he has, he's played as little as he has. But the, what's the status on Phillips and Triple J? Y'all heard anything? Uh, game time, to, according to Rick Butler with RTI Insider yesterday, Phil, uh, Coach Barnes said yesterday that they would both be a um, game-time decision. I, I would say it sounds to me like they're going to, uh, from what Rick told us, uh, probably go through warm-ups and, and see how they feel. And then I think I read somewhere else that out of the two, more likely to see Julian Phillips than Triple J. Yeah. You know one reason why we're going to lose tomorrow night besides uh, the uh, – Apparent uh, disparity in talent. They're going to have an arms and white checkerboard in the arena tomorrow night. That's just as a sure loss as it stands. Right when every time, every time Tennessee does it, they lose. I thought we beat Arkansas doing it last year. In there, we beat Florida doing it in football. I was there. Well, I guarantee we've lost it more than we won. You, you bring up what two examples in ten years and and. Act like you're great about it. I'm not acting like I'm great. I mean, we just keep it 100 here, Phil. we got to be factual, right? Well, 
I'm right about eighty percent, and you're all wrong. Eighty <laughs> percent. How about um, how about this, Phil? How about you take a dip and get on out of here? That nonsense. Your rectally derived statistics. Ninety percent right. I knew as soon as I saw that. I, I knew as soon as I saw the uh, checkerboard announcement. I was like, "Oh man, this is not going to go over well." Yeah, we somehow dodged that bullet yesterday. <sighs> yeah, Bypass that one. Um, my whole thing was, if you're doing it in, in the arena, my only thing was, I feel like they ought to do the deal where they put the shirts over the. It doesn't matter. I mean, it's not going to have any impact on Mm-mm. the game whatsoever you're going to get both teams are going to play their absolute hardest anyway it's going to be a dog fight and here's the thing the checkerboard you're always going to do it for big games right so yeah your record isn't going to be your win percentage isn't going to be through the roof on that if if you're doing it for florida alabama georgia and football which is what we've been doing right oklahoma i guess was the first time they did it if you're doing it for those huge games guess what you're gonna be lucky to win half of those games because it's college football and it's hard to win those big games and mo- a lot of the time we've been doing it and they're like they did it against georgia uh uh butches last year it's like you're a huge underdog like you're gonna get you're gonna lose and um but yeah i mean they they did it the last couple times we've done it it, it worked out fine right i don't remember what it was in baseball but, I, I just stopped caring about it. I'm not going to get all worked up over that. But, yeah, they, uh, Arkansas last year at home, basketball, win. Football at home against Florida this year, win. So, I mean, Phil's a hot sauce kind of kind of guy. He, he worries about that stuff. I'm more concerned about the matchups with Brandon Miller, whether or not Alabama center is going to be going tomorrow night. But it's a lot of negativity out of Phil. A little unneeded, wasn't it? Yeah. A little unnecessary. Just brings us down, Phil. A little unnecessary. You're a little out of line. No, you were. Just a bit. A little out of line yourself. So, uh, Tennessee, I believe this is correct. I'll have to double-check this here during the break. But Tennessee has won six of its last seven games against AP top ten opponents, including five in a row at Thompson Bowling. Woo! About that. About that. We, we did talk about this yesterday. We seem uh, to play better against better, like we play up and down. The sign of a healthy program, man. Hold it. Just think about that for a minute. All of it. Whether you're in love with Rick Barnes or re- whether you're ready to push him in front of the oncoming train, you've won six of your last seven against top 10 teams. Remember how despondent? That's crazy, yeah. dude. You've won six of your last seven against top ten. Like you have no right to think you're going to win six of seven against top ten opponents. Anybody? Yeah. That's crazy. Five in a row at home. You must have been really good in that stretch. You must have been really good. Guess what? You were. Six of seven. Beat number 10 Texas this year, number three Kansas in November. Uh, the only loss was the Arizona game this year. Lost by five. In their gym. With atrocious officiating. Yeah. So that's what you got, man. Tennessee's racked up nine wins against top five teams. 
during the Rick Barnes era. Well, you know, I mean, you know how despondent we get back uh, about this whole stat in football, just how abysmal we've been against like good teams when it matters. And we're kind of taking it for granted in basketball. Aren't oh we? yeah, there's a lot of. I mean, I wouldn't. I mean, I've been accused of being a Barnes water carrier the past <laughs> couple of days. I'm not. I just, you know, I'm not saying Tennessee fans are in grave. I'm just saying they're being a little unrealistic right now, and they aren't really thinking about. I mean, they're acting like Kentucky fans. Well, the poll is in the field. Rick Barnes' approval rating, and we're starting to get a good amount of results trickling in right now. Do you approve of the job Rick Barnes is doing as Tennessee basketball coach? Uh, strongly approve, approve, disapprove, strongly disapprove. We'll give you the breakdown when we continue next on The Drive. More Fan Run Radio coming up. We do have a special Valentine's, Valentine's Day themed edition of Jam or Not a Jam to play with Tony Vitello coming up here in hour number three of the program this afternoon. Looking forward to that. 865-546-8200. Bill says 80%. The only thing that's 80% is Philly's blood alcohol level. That's a little out of line. He'd be dead. All right, let's get these poll results in here. First of all, two good ones in the field this afternoon. If the Vols go one and one this week, which game would you rather win? At home tomorrow against number one Alabama or at Rupp Saturday against Kentucky? 566 votes cast right now in our Twitter poll. 67.5% of the audience says... Alabama. Roll down tide. 32.5% want that win at Rupp in Kentucky. But I thought it was our Super Bowl. And two-thirds of our audience would rather win tomorrow. Do you approve of the job Rick Barnes is doing as Tennessee's basketball coach? 67.9% of the audience approves. 13.9% strongly approve so let's see is it uh, what's 68 plus 14 84 82 82 you're correct thank you slots ut education really paying off for you 82 percent down a little bit <laughs> it's pretty it's still pretty strong man it's the lowest he's been in a while but it, it's 82 percent that's a solid uh, So, B. the two things are 80%. Philly's blood alcohol level and Rick Barnes' approval rating. I mean, this is what I talk about when people say, hey, you know, what? hey, what's going on with Rick Barnes? Like, I hear your show and like, people are, seems like kind of out on him. Like, uh, on Twitter, no. like people are mad. I'm like, yeah, on Twitter, on our sports radio show, yeah, there are some people who are frustrated. But if you just go to a game, like, you go to the game over there tomorrow and you just walk around the concourse half an hour before tip-off and just talk to random Tennessee fans who aren't calling to the show, aren't on Twitter, just just random Tennessee fans, whether they are or not, on, on the show, on, talking on Twitter. Um, like, people love Rick Barnes. Like, overwhelmingly love him. Go to the mall. Just ask 
people, hey, what do you think about Rick Barnes, Tennessee basketball? Oh, they're awesome. Like that, That's what it is. But we don't deal with the casuals <laughs> here no. on Fan Run Radio. It is Fan Run Radio. Fan is short for fanatic. This is Fan Run Radio, and we deal with fans. And uh, that's, We also kind of give them a platform and a, and a microphone well, I to mean, air you, their grievances. you got to be passionate to call in. The guy who's like, oh, what, what, we, we lost to Mizzou. Oh, that's a bummer. I got church in the morning. I'm going to bed. Like, and then they get up and do yard work or whatever they do. Like, those folks are fine with it. It's the folks who, oh, my God, we lost. Well, first of all, I'm going to need five minutes to calm myself. Yeah. Then I'm going to take listen to volunteer. You. Yeah, get the, honey, take the kids. Get out. <laughs> like, then I'm going to turn on voluntary reaction while I surf Twitter and rage tweet into the void. Just yeah. anger, just putting it out there. 16.7% of the 318 respondents so far disapprove. 1.6% strongly disapprove. I feel like for – I could probably – I'm not saying – I don't know who those votes are. Those are from uh, that hardcore group. Eric says support has fallen but will be strong again if he can get us another sweet 16 out of this squad. I'd agree with that. I'd agree with that. I, I think the numbers go up a little bit if he gets to the Sweet 16. Elijah says, although the losses have been rough the last couple of days, I still approve the way I look at it. There is not a coach in the SEC that I believe could do as good a job with the talent on the roster. Gangsta Danny White says, anyone saying strongly approve goes to church with him 100%. I strongly approve and – I don't go to church with Rick Barnes. You strongly approve. Uh, I did. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, yeah. I didn't ask what you did. I asked what you do. I, I still approve. I'm I'm, fr- I'm, fr- I'm really frustrated. I think he, he made two or three big mistakes, you know, like what I feel are kind of like, man, really? It's an interesting decision really have a backup point guard but hey <laughs> you want to get crazy let's get crazy i guess the rock says i talk my bleep about him but he isn't terrible let's see how tomorrow goes uh, that's the spirit rock uh, talk more, your, talk your bleep but let's see how tomorrow goes let's just talk 865-546-8200 if you want to talk this afternoon. Don't talk bleep, though. This is terrestrial radio, after all. We could get fired. Nobody wants that, right? Mm-mm. Tony Vitello coming up here in hour number three of the program. Tennessee baseball gets on the bird tomorrow to fly out to Arizona, where they will play three games this weekend. We'll find out more about that with Tony. And we have some special... Uh, we got to dust off our baseball guests, Logan Quentin, Chris Burke. There's going to be some uh, uh, probably a couple of new ones as well. There are? On, yeah. You have something I don't know? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So uh, the most anticipated Tennessee baseball season since 
Last, last Tennessee baseball season. Yeah. <laughs> uh, get set to. I'm, I'm excited about it, man. I'm fired up about it. I mean, this pitching staff. Are you kidding me? Each each specific sport, it has kind of a different feel to it. Like, I'm I'm ready. It's for all it. good. Yeah, it's, I'm like baseball's coming around. I'm this gets. I'm really fired up about this. I mean, if basketball is what we're all pissed off about, and you're still ranked number ten. It must be pretty good. I mean, baseball, bring me Tim Corbin's head in that stupid helmet he wears. Well, this pitching staff is, I mean, Put it, it, it feels pike. like the Braves back in the day with Maddox, Smoltz, and Glavin. I mean, th- this staff has a chance to be absolutely yeah. dominant. I mean, Chase Burns, remember how excited we we're still excited about him, but wasn't he like the number one pitching recruit in the country or something last year? I believe and, so. And he was our Friday night starter for the first half of the season, yeah. a little longer, until we just figured, oh, I guess Dolander's that dude. And uh, but Chase, is, he's back for his sophomore season. I mean. it's kind of, And what's weird is it's kind of a flip. Like last year, weren't we – we had to replace all our – the big thing was we had to replace our weekend rotation, right? Most of it from the year before. I mean, th- those we brought three were all, all new. Fielders. Dolander was a transfer and then Burns and Yeah, Dean that's what freshmen. I'm saying. Yeah. And then we had all the veteran guys were in the field. Yep. And this year, it's complete flip on that. I'm interested to see how the field looks, how, these, how the new guys look. I think I've got a good list of questions here for Tony, but – you send me some on Twitter if if there's something a, co- a question you want for Coach, hit me up. I don't want to miss anything big. I think I've got it all. And that's a fun way to start your season for those guys to go out there and do well. Getting on a jet plane, flying to you're going to Phoenix, going to the city that John Hodge built. Shout out to Hodge out there in the desert, and I know. Uh, I know Hodges planning on going to at least one of the games. I know there are a couple of other Tennessee fans in the neck of the woods out there. They're going to be representing. And Is that where uh, our guy T. Ferris from? Yeah, from Phoenix. I don't think he's planning on going back for Tennessee baseball games, but uh, he is from Phoenix. Well, no. So big weekend for the baseball balls. Big weekend for Tennessee basketball. And uh, Josh Heupel, the football squad, just over there. Just no drama. Mm-mm. Not a peep. He's in there in his laboratory. You don't hear anything out of him. No no catchy Twitter tweets. Mm. No interviews where he's, you know, throwing pot shots out there at somebody. Just doing his thing quietly. You the explosion it, you, will come in the fall. You get it. We've, we have gotten a couple of, couple of hints here and there. Saw where the uh, – Start date for season three of Ted Lasso was released today. Did you guys see that? Yeah. yeah. A little teaser out there. I think March 15th, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, he's trying to get his old lady back, too. Yep. His, yep uh, she left that very strange young man that stole Helen Reddy's 1970s ball gown for the Grammys. What's the kid's name? Harry Styles? Harry Styles, yeah. yeah. Do what? Olivia Wilde. Olivia Wilde left Sudeikis for left Ted Lasso for that young boy. Really? Yeah. She was directing a movie he was starring in. Apparently, got a little too close. Mm. He wants her back. 
No, bro. It's got to no hurt. No going back on that. Wait, uh, Sudeikis in real life wants her back? I don't know yeah. if he wants her back necessarily because, like, he served her papers no. while she was on stage. Yeah. Really? He yeah. wants her back, yeah, at a well, comic con or something. Yeah, I don't. Got real bitter. They've Good. got kids together. Oh, you're for open warfare like that? Well, no. I mean, I, I would, yeah, I'd be bitter. Run off for some I'm young cop singer. Bow. Yeah, hell yeah, I'd be bitter. I want half your stuff. Always has the man giving up half his stuff. Give me half your stuff. You're famous, too. You got money. Half your stuff. You're the one who stepped out. You're the one making movies. Quick timeout. Hour number three of The Drive coming up next. More Fan Run Radio on the way.